0: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today
1: at LuckyLandslots.com.
0: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.
1: Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. U.K. time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits, without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it, so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about, to the numbers I say... I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that. Just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3-5pm to UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast.
2: This is Wizard Radio and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh. This is Wizard Radio and you're listening to Alec with a C feldman
3: we've all seen that 5k running challenge that people are being tagged in on instagram haven't we go on try and nominate me see what happens go on i dare you
2: it's saturday it's three o'clock now live with alec feldman
1: Manny Naughty and Black and Rima and Tion Wayne with 4am. Before that, Troye Sivan, take yourself home. It's Wizard Radio, I'm Alec. Hi there. It's funny that that song is called 4am because I've been up, not since 4am, since 5am. Which is close enough. I've I've been a busy boy. I've been doing stuff since 5am. Which means, even though this is 3pm, at least in the UK it is, it feels way later. I'm so not used to having long days at the moment because well, there's nothing to get up for so my day usually starts at, at 12 p.m so I've got, I've got a whole like extra seven hours today um I'm, I'm it's weird i'm not tired at all i'm kind of bouncing off the walls it's great i feel i feel energetic i feel re-energized i feel alive again it's, it's, it's quite good so stick around until 5pm um, when I will be, will have been up for 12 hours for the inevitable crash which will happen at some point before then I'm sure but for now woohoo yes I'm, I'm feeling it I, don't, I think it's the most energetic I've ever been on the radio hello it's nice nice to have you with me this afternoon lovely to see you. you're looking fabulous by the way can I just say on the show this afternoon as well as my inevitable crash from sleep deprivation We need to talk about my sunglasses because the sun has come out in the UK and I've received comments and I want to basically ask the nation whether those comments are justified or not. I have a tale of yet another Zoom call gone wrong. There's been a lot of these this week. Why does Holby City have real ventilators? We will discuss before four o'clock. Also talking about Easter songs and in a bit, want to take a look back on the year 2010 for a very special reason, which you might have heard yesterday if you're listening to Wizard Radio. Also, after four o'clock, I want to do something called Good Lockdown, Bad Lockdown, where we just take a look at all your favorite famouses and see which ones are having a good lockdown and which one of them, which ones are having a, a quite bad one. All that and more, including 60 Second Guide, including someone Zooming you, the temporary replacement for someone knocking at your door, And loads of great songs as well, including Doja Cat and Carly Hansen and Five Lost 2. Now though, let's find out what I've learned this week.
2: This week I learned...
1: You want some life lessons? I'll give them to you. Lesson number one. This week I've learned that cycling is amazing when you have a bike that actually fits you. Um, I'm staying with some friends at the moment for my lockdown. Lockdown with friends. It's fun. And I've been able to borrow uh, one of their bikes for some daily exercise, which is good. And now I have a bike at home. uh, You know, like home home. London home. And I've had it for about, I reckon it must be 11 years. I got it when I was, I think, for my 10th birthday. And so... I've grown quite a lot since my 10th birthday, this bike is now really tiny, but I've, I've never really noticed the fact that I have grown and this bike has stayed the same size and it's now much, much too small for me. And obviously bikes are all about kind of leverage. The, the longer your legs are, the longer the distance between your thigh or your hip and the pedal, the more like force you can put in. Physics or something. Moment equals force times distance, something like that, GCSE, physics. Because it was so small, it was really, really hard to ride, but I didn't realize that it was just because it was really small. I thought bikes were just really, really hard to ride and you had to like proper force it just to get it to go anywhere. And it was kind of painful and miserable. Hills were basically impossible. And since I've been borrowing this friend's bike, which is actually a good size for me. Oh, my God. The difference. It's amazing. I've fallen back in love with cycling. It's so great when you have a bike that is actually your size. It's so easy. Why didn't I get a new bike years ago? It's incredible. I love it. Who knew that cycling around on a bike that you've had since you were nine isn't actually that smart after all? Lesson number two this week, I've learned. Poker is, is actually quite dull. The games continue. Lockdown shenanigans. And I've been... I've been introduced to poker. I have played before on a camping trip a while back, but I haven't played many times. And I remember leaving this camping trip. I think it's about two, three years ago, thinking, "Yeah, it's not all that." And that has been confirmed once again this week. It, it, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't like the fact that it's it's like high stakes. I don't like the fact you have to lie to people and mislead people. I don't like the fact that you're encouraged to be the kind of the The big man, the the baller with your big bets. I don't like it. It's just boring. It's not my game. So that's what I've learned this week. I've also learned old people on Zoom. We love it. They're the best. I was part of a a mass Zoom call with many people, young, old, everywhere in between. And obviously the old people, the ones that forgot to mute their microphones and kept coughing in the background and you could only see their forehead or you could see their seat, you know, just not quite getting it right and it was really fun and quite entertaining. So what have we learned this week? Cycling's great as long as your bike is actually your size and not built for a nine-year-old. Poker, overrated, boring. Old people on Zoom, however, great. Quality entertainment. Next, let's look back on 10 years ago. First though, Doja Cat and Boss. I ain't trying to... Doja Cat and Boss. This is Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman here. Hi. Playing next... A song named after a hotel chain that you'll find exclusively at motorway service stations. Find out what that is soon. First, if you missed this yesterday, Wizard Radio was 10 years old on Thursday. (coughs) Happy birthday to us. We were born at 5 o'clock on the 9th of April 2010. Um, Celebrated it yesterday because we're not on on Thursdays. And was great. I did a 2010 special of my other show, which is the weekly mixtape, Fridays at 3. It's great. It's good fun. Played loads of great 2010 songs yesterday. And then James Gilmore had a whole special show for three hours where loads of your old Wizard Radio favourites were on, including me and Megan Bernard and Benji Higher and um, Roman Armstrong. And you even had former Wizard Radio presenter and former guest on this show, Daisy Maskell, getting my name wrong. Not okay. So that was really good. You can listen back to that soon, but not now, because I'm on now. Listen back to it later. Okay, thank you. And so that, that was a big, big party for Wizard Radio's 10th birthday, which is great. I've been a part of Wizard Radio for two and a half of those 10 years, which is a quarter, which I'm very proud of and very grateful for always. But that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the world in 2010, when Wizard Radio was born. Let's think back to... 10 years ago, before coronavirus, before lockdown, before Brexit, before a whole number of things, before Trump, none of that had happened when Wizard Radio was born. I was in year six. I was doing my sats at the time, probably. And some other things were going on in the world. So just, just, I guess, point out to you how far the world has come in the 10 years that Wizard Radio has existed. This is what we were doing on the 9th of April, 2010. Number one in the charts, scouting for girls with the Saint-A-Love song, Tune. Also in that top 10, Telephone by Lady Gaga and Beyonce, an excellent song. Pass Out by Tiny Temper, an excellent song. OMG by Usher, an excellent song. And also Baby by Justin Bieber, but you can't have it all. This does somewhat confirm my theory that... I said this yesterday on the weekly mixtape, 2010 was the best year for music ever. And it's just, I sound so old when I say this, it's just gone downhill since then. It really has. <laughs> so that's, that's what was going on music-wise. Tech-wise, iPhone 3GS was the current model, replaced in the summer by the iPhone 4, which I think was the one that didn't actually work <laughs> if you held it the wrong way, which is kind of funny. The iPad. Was released the first one. It was invented Uh, when Wizard Radio was born. There was no such thing as the iPad, and by the end of that year, it existed. And now they've got like ten gazillion different models and types and screen sizes. X Factor that was still actually relevant and people cared about it and watched it on the telly. Not me, but some people did. Do you know who the winner is? Do you remember we played on the weekly mixtape yesterday? Matt Cardle won. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He beat Sherloid, Wagner, and also One Direction. I can't quite believe One Direction never won the X Factor and they were beaten by Matt Cardell. But, you know, we all know who's laughing now. In the news, do you remember the Chilean miners that got trapped underground and then rescued in an epic rescue operation that made a film about like two months later? That happened in the year Wizard Radio was born. That feels like a distant memory now. Gordon Brown was the Prime Minister. Ah, oh, Gordon. We didn't deserve you. Obamacare, that got passed into law for the first time. And ten years later, America still doesn't have proper healthcare. And there was, there was also the big, Jumbo the Icelandic volcano? And that's one kind of made me laugh, because... That, do you remember when the volcano erupted? It had a name. I'm not going to say the name because I don't know how to pronounce the name. But it erupted. There was a massive ash cloud. Loads of flights got grounded. Loads of people got stranded. And we were like, oh my God, this is shocking. The planes have stopped flying and people are stuck. <laughs> 2020 was like, ha, hold my beer, 2010. You don't know anything. And now we are where we are. In 2010, we couldn't go anywhere because of an ash cloud. And in 2020, we couldn't go anywhere because of a deadly global pandemic. <sighs> What a great 10 years. Who knows where we'll be in 2030. I can't wait. This is Carly Hansen and a song named after a chain of hotels from motorway service stations. This is Days In. That was Carly Hansen and Days In. Has she, has she actually done a song about the, the budget hotel chain? Quite possibly. I see a sponsorship deal coming very, very soon for Carly. She can be the face of the slightly sleazy hotels that you get. In my opinion, slightly sleazy looking hotels that you get, you know, in motorway service stations. I don't really know who stays there, but that's what that song is about, quite clearly. This is a very niche reference if you're not from the UK or if you don't travel on motorways very often, but just, just, just roll with me, okay? I'm Alec Feldman. This is Wizard Radio. This is my show. Welcome to it. Come on in, come on in, make yourself comfortable. Five Sauce, 1975, Haley Seinfeld playing soon. That 1975 song, it's called... Jesus Christ, 2005, God bless America. Now, I said this last week, it's like they they couldn't agree what to call it. One person wanted to call it Jesus Christ, another person wanted to call it 2005, and a third person wanted to call it God bless America. And so they ended up just going with all three because they didn't want to argue about it. Kind of what it sounds like. I want to focus specifically on the, the Jesus Christ part because I don't think... There are many songs, apart from the obvious like religious hymns, that are really about Jesus Christ. And I thought it was very appropriate that they bring it out at this time of year, because tomorrow, if you are a Christian, you'll be celebrating Easter. And, I mean, Good Friday was yesterday, Easter Sunday's tomorrow. Easter time is very much ongoing, Easter eggs are on in the shops. But don't buy them unless you're going for other things, because they're not a essential. And, you know, that's what this time of year is all about. I've already demolished most of an Easter egg, but that's, that's fine. I'm not um, a Christian, so I can eat it before Easter Sunday. That's, that's the rules. I'm currently staring at a bag of mini eggs as well. You can hear them there. Easter is very much upon us. But I, I always find it weird how Easter, it's never as big a deal as Christmas is, because Christmas is a big deal. You've got Christmas Day, you've got Christmas Eve, you've got Boxing Day, you've got all the Christmas TV, you've got all the Christmas foods. Everything stops. I mean, I know everything's stopped now, but it's not for Easter. It'll go on long after Easter. And Easter's just a little little footnote. No one really cares about Easter. It's a shame. I think Easter is unappreciated. Is it because Easter is in the spring when there's other stuff to look forward to, whereas Christmas is like in the middle of winter and it's bleak and horrible? Maybe. Is it because in Christmas we've been sold the capitalist capitalist idea of presents and Easter is less like that, maybe. Nonetheless, I think Easter should be a bigger thing than it is and here is my plan to give Easter the respect it deserves. For too long, Christmas has got all of the musical attention. Easter gets nothing except Jesus Christ 2005, God bless America by the 1975. That ends now because it is time for Easter songs, that is what we need. You've heard all the Christmas classics, your Mariah Carey's, your Slade's, your Wizards. That's all well and good. But why are there no Easter songs? The world needs Easter songs. So that's what I wanna do this afternoon. Can we just rewrite some songs? Christmas songs, non-Christmas songs, I don't really mind. Whatever you wanna do, but just to make them a bit more Eastery For example, you could turn the wizard hit, I wish it could be Christmas every day into, I wish it could be Easter every day. It's simple, and yet <laughs> it's effective. What, how could you change the lyrics? I wonder, um, uh, what even are the lyrics? I'm Googling it now, hang on. Uh, I mean, when the, when the Easter bunny brings the eggs instead of when the snowman brings the snow, well, he just might like to know he's put a great big smile on somebody's face. This works. You know that sweet, Jesus Christ is on the way Instead of Santa Claus You see It's so easy All I want for Easter Is an egg By Mariah Carey I've given you a lot to go on But can you do any better than me If you can 07807 183 538 Can you send me a text Get a song Change the words Make it a bit more Eastery We can finally give Easter The respect it deserves That's the, the text number If you want to email Station at wizardradio.co.uk Is where you find me on there Instagram twitter facebook all of them we're on there too get get me on there and send me a message what song should we change to make it a bit more eastery so we can finally have some easter songs to go alongside The large number of Christmas songs that already exist. We'll read a few out and ruin a few songs in a bit after we play the 1975's Easter song. And now, Five Seconds of Summer and Wildflower.
2: Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Please consume responsibly. The
1: 1975 treating us to a rare Easter song. Forget Christmas songs, they've done an Easter song. It's called Jesus Christ, 2005. God bless America, and you have to say it like that. It's the law. Before that, Five Seconds of Summer and Wildflower. It's Alec Feldman here. Good afternoon, thanks for hanging out. Hayley Steinfeld and in Seller on soon. On the subject of these Easter songs, the 1975 have done one, which I'm very pleased about because there aren't enough Easter-based songs. So I wanted you help in coming up with a few more. Um, I suggested Wizard, All I Want For Christmas Is You. You can just rewrite that for Easter. No, no, that's Mariah Carey. I meant I wish it could be Christmas every day. Rewrite that one for Easter. could also rewrite Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas- For goodness sake. All I want for Easter is eggs. There you go. I'm gonna shut up now and read some of your messages instead. Jessica says, I think Demi Lovato's latest single, I Love You's, could be rewritten for Easter. The title could either be I Love Easter's, which is obviously the Northern way of saying Easter. Okay, or seeing as Jesus is all about forgiveness and Easter is his rebirth It could be I love Jews, which rhymes a bit better. Yes, great suggestion Jesus was quite famously Jewish Ironically, which makes him the second most famous Jewish person in the world after Drake However, I must challenge um, Your assertion that I love Easter's is the northern way of saying Easter as someone who have spent quite a lot of time in the north I I don't think it is. (laughs) Use yes, they would say that. Easter's, not in my experience, though I'm willing to be corrected as someone that's quite obviously not from the North. I I don't think that's what they'd say. Nonetheless, I like what you're thinking. I appreciate that very much. Two Easter songs, well, one Easter song, two names in the bag already. Bradley says, Lady Gaga's back catalogue is quite appropriate for Easter. She has born this way and Easter is all about Jesus's rebirth. So that works without any changes, of course, yes. You could also rewrite million reasons to be giving me a million reasons to eat this egg, or Just Dance could be rewritten as Just Hunt and be made the soundtrack of the Easter egg hunt. So many options. Yes, although as a radio presenter, I would be deeply uncomfortable with the idea of any song that involved the word hunt because I'd get too nervous. But yeah, I like the way you're going. What else? What other Gaga songs are out there that you could rewrite? Let's see. Um, Stupid Love. Is there anything you could do with that? I want your I want your Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Not not the best. Paparazzi could become Easter Bunny. Maybe the Edge of Glory could be i don't even know to be honest no we'll leave that one as it is <laughs> but it it can be done lady gaga can be easterified if we wanted to thank you bradley ellie i'm only saying this because i'm obsessed with this song but drake's new single tuesday slide could be written as bunny slide and instead of being right foot up left foot slide um left foot up right foot slide it could be right foot up left foot hop left foot up right foot hop for the Easter Bunny, I feel like this is some weird kind of, like, what are those things that you can't say? Tongue twister, that's the one. That is a weird kind of tongue twister. Left foot hop, right foot hop, I, I, I can't do it. Yeah, we could have a whole new Easter dance thanks to Drake. Ellie is right. Yes, we could. I mentioned Drake before. Um, we, It's possible. Is he kind of trying to rewrite the hokey gokey? I, I'm not Drake's biggest fan in the world. I haven't heard the song, I'll be honest is he is he trying to give us like a 21st century version of the hokey Pokey? is that what he's on about uh, interesting i might have to listen to that to find out what's actually going on i like what i like your thinking bunny slide with the moves yeah it could be like an easter version of the macarena perfect beautiful trevor says i thought dualipus hit single don't start now is a bit of an, ether an easter anthem it could refer to not starting your repentance and praying now because Easter marks the end of Lent. So you'd better you you'd better have been repenting before because otherwise you're too late. I think I can make sense of that. You should have been repenting before Easter, because now it's too late. So you shouldn't start now. Yes. Got it. We're on the same page. Sam says, Isn't the most obvious one changing tones and eyes, dance monkey to dance bunny instead. Well done, Sam. For that, you can have message of the day you don't get a prize or anything you just know that i i appreciate what you've done i respect your work i like it text again thank you there we go that rounds it up i think we now have a lovely catalogue of easter based songs to make up for the disappointing lack which is good maybe next year we can get some of these laid down get some some bvs in the studio get tones and i on board to do dance bunny i'll tell you what in a year's time tones and i will do anything mark my words we can make that happen okay this is haley steinfeld now i love you's it's wizard radio wizard radio with haley steinfeld and i love you's i'm alec hello good afternoon thanks for having us on have you seen this story that's been going about about how the bbc have donated some ventilators to nhs hospitals because obviously ventilators quite important at the minute they need a lot they might have a shortage that could be very dangerous that's why we're trying to flatten the curve hashtag stay at home protect the nhs save lives but just in case they're trying to get as many ventilators as possible from all sorts of places very useful and randomly the bbc have donated a few because it turns out for their medical drama i think it, i think it's a data is this a daytime one i think it is holby city you know like a medical soap opera it's on the telly sometimes on the bbc Apparently they have real ventilators that they use to film that program. And because they have them, they've been able to donate them to the NHS so they can use them instead. What's what's going on here? Why on earth does a fictional soap opera need like real life, actual functioning ventilators? I have a theory. What if Holby City They pretend it's a soap opera. What if it's actually a sort of a semi-documentary? What if everything you see is actually real? This is my theory, because why else would they need real ventilators? Think about it. Every, if they've like attached a patient to one of their fake ventilators, that's actually breathing for them. It has to be. I see no other explanation for why the BBC just happens to own some ventilators for their soap opera. Which has got me thinking, if if they have ventilators that are real what else in this documentary not a soap opera this documentary is real i've been reading up on some past holby city plot lines and i mean there's there's quite a few now that i think could be possible apparently there was a storyline about shootings going on i mean Was that a real shooting? Did they have to shoot an actual person or wait until someone actually got shot so they could specifically use them in their soap opera that's fictional? Maybe there were some conjoined twins. Were they real conjoined twins? Did they bother? Did they like make a fake model of conjoined twins or do they actually have to wait until there were some conjoined twins that were born that they could then operate on on tv one take you got to get it right nobody knows whether it goes successfully or not until it actually happens because it's all actually in real life they've got real ventilators they've got real conjoined twins as well i mean what what else are they treating real like heart attack patients whenever people have a defibrillator used on them are they real defibrillators as well because if they're using real ventilators, I mean, it could be. They could actually be putting hundreds of volts of current. Volts aren't current. That's not correct. That's not science. You know what I mean? Are they putting hundreds of volts through people's chests in the name of television? This is quite possible. Who knows? Anything is possible. What about the actors and all the characters who have died? Have they actually died? Are they literally no longer alive? Because their character died and that was just what was happening that was real life i I would believe anything at this point honestly because if you're surprised by real ventilators being used then all of that might shock you but now you know that they are actually real anything's possible one day one day this will all be revealed the next time the nhs needs something and the bbc's like oh by the way We've actually got a few like spare kidneys for kidney transplants that we were doing in Holby City. Do you want them? We'll know. You'll know that I was right. You heard it here first. Holby City is actually real. Maybe. <laughs> Coming next, I think someone might call me on Zoom. Hmm. Let's let's write and see, shall we play Lennon Stella in the meantime. This is jealous. Someone's Zooming me. I have to go. ringing the bell. One, one of these days we will get a proper jingle mode for that. That day is not today. Hello everyone, welcome to Someone Zooming You, radio's only Zoom-based game show. You may remember similar game shows called Someone's Looking at Your Door. They're canceled, they're suspended until further notice. No one will be knocking at my door because that is dangerous. Instead, in a second, my phone, it'll ring, it'll light up, it'll vibrate because someone will try and call me on Zoom. I don't know who it's gonna be. It's a big surprise. The only way I will find out is when I see it come up on the screen, but I don't want to answer unless one of you can guess who it is that has decided to spontaneously, unexpectedly Zoom me. I'm just weird like that. I don't like picking up unexpected phone calls. I think it's rude to call people without warning. So I'll only pick up if you can guess who it is. To work out who it is, James will ask five yes or no questions, loosely yes or no. And the answer to those will help you make an educated and well-informed guess. Then you can send me that guess. If someone gets it right, I'll pick up the phone. If someone doesn't get it right, I'll just turn it over, silence it, ignore the call. That's that. That is how someone zooming you works. It's very simple and totally different to any games that may or may not be called Guess Who. Definitely. Are you there, James? I'm unfortunately here, yes. What's unfortunate about it?
3: Well, since last week's revelation of the similarity of between this game and another TV show, or not TV show, game, board game, I guess, um, I'm quite embarrassed to be associated.
1: Oh, has it, has it rather lost its shine for
3: you? It has a bit, yeah. I just, I don't know, I, I felt like this hit game had something special, and now um, I've learned that it's all a hoax.
1: Oh, well, I'm sorry to let you down. I assure you, it is very, very different to guess who. Well,
3: I surely hope, because if we get done legally on this, mate, I'm passing the bill on to you.
1: If I don't have that kind of money, it's fine.
3: Um, that's actually not how suing someone works, but okay. Just kidding. If you don't have the money, then you find that value elsewhere.
1: Uh-oh. Anyway! Well, anyway, let's, um, let's get this over and done with before anyone important Hasbro notices.
3: Yes. Well, um, has anyone zoomed you? Um, uh, uh,
1: uh, uh yes. Somebody oh, zooming me right now. There they are. Wow. What other shot? Oh, yes. I see who it is. Yes. Okay. Good. They've zoomed me. Okay. Question.
3: Now, my first question isn't an actual question, but it's just an. I want to know. You know how on Zoom you can set your your name. Are they the sort of person? Have they used their real name, or are they? made some sort of stupid nickname.
1: Hmm. And you're telling me this isn't one of your questions? No, I just want to know. They have... They've set a nickname. Okay, fine. Alright,
3: now my actual question. Is this person zooming from abroad or from the Great British Isles?
1: They are zooming from the Great British Isles. Okay. And seeing as everybody's got to stay at home, they're
3: British. Are they... Is this a special guest? Are they on TV and, you know, being seen a lot at the moment?
1: No, I don't think so. Okay.
3: Um, Were they seen a lot and very popular pre-coronavirus? No. (laughs) Okay. Um, Is this person at all ever been famous? Uh, Not quite. Okay. Um I've got one, one last question. One day. Okay. Um Is this person been on Wizard Radio? Yes. Okay. Um All right. So, they're British? Not seen a lot right now. Not very popular pre crona They've never been famous, but they have been on Wizard Radio. Correct. Wow. Um, You've I'm done a say, good job at
1: narrowing it down this week.
3: Yeah, all I'm going to say, Alec, is I pray to God for your sake that A, this isn't the person that I think it might be. And B, which overlaps with that, is not a current or former Wizard Radio presenter.
1: Well, that's up for anyone to guess, isn't it? It is. If you've got a guess, send it to me right now. 07807 183 538, at at WizRadio if you want to tweet me. Facebook.com slash WizardRadio or if you fancy sending an email, station at wizardradio.co.uk Who is Zooming me? They're Zooming from the UK. They're, they're not on TV at the moment. I don't think they're on TV before coronavirus either. They're not famous yet, but they have been on wizard radio at some point in the past or present who could it be i don't know send your guesses in if you get it right i'll answer the zoom and if not then i won't it's very simple that is someone zooming you we'll finish it in about 50 minutes time coming up another 2010 bang a just a little extra bonus one because i didn't have time to fit it in yesterday on the weekly mixtape and i really wanted to play it And also lady gaga's next after news at four o'clock
2: alec feldman on wizard radio recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet
1: 2010 truly was a different time duck sauce and barbara streisand a song to which the only lyrics are barbara streisand truly iconic before that lady gaga stupid love coming up ben a drake little mix surfaces all in the next half hour or so on wizard radio with me alec feldman hello So lockdown has been on for some time now. And I suppose an interesting thing about this whole lockdown coronavirus thing is that you can't escape it. Whether you're rich, poor, smart, stupid, everyone is in the same lockdown. And so that that can lead to some interesting reactions from all your favorite famous people. Some are taking it very well, some of them not quite as well. And so welcome everybody to good lockdown, bad lockdown. I'm going to take you through a few people who are having a really great lockdown and a few who really are not. And if they're having a good lockdown, they can have a nice cheer from some kids, which sounds like this, hopefully. If they're having a bad lockdown though, they can have a sad trombone instead. And we start the first edition of Good Lockdown, Bad Lockdown with everybody's favorite kids author, J.K. Rowling, off of Harry Potter and being really rich, but also giving away so much of her money that she no longer was a billionaire and only was a millionaire because she gave away so much. Already a good egg, she's in all good books already. J.K. Rowling on Twitter, she stood up for a nurse. The nurse had her Morrison's order canceled. That was very sad. We should be, at the very least, giving our nurses and NHS workers Morrison orders and probably a lot more money as well, so they can shop at Waitrose instead. <laughs> no, only kidding. I mean, give them more money, but shop where you like. I love Morrisons. I'm digging myself into a hole. Anyway, her Morrisons order got cancelled. J.K. Rowling stood up for her. She sent some angry sheets to Morrisons. Morrisons were like, oh, we're so sorry. Let's see if we can get this resolved. And so that's probably been sorted now because someone with much more money and many more followers kicked up a fuss about it and she took down the machine the corporate machine where a nurse on their own probably couldn't so well done JK Rowling have a cheer good job on the other hand someone's having a bad lockdown
2: (laughs) Amanda
1: got interrupted by a trombone. Amanda Holden, she's having a bad lockdown because she tweeted a link to a petition that called on the government to ban 5G because it was causing coronavirus. Except 5G is not causing coronavirus. People are sharing this theory. It's false. There's no evidence. It's silly. It's conspiratorial. Coronavirus is not caused by 5G. So, Amanda Holden, for sharing a petition saying otherwise, here is your trombone. (coughs) Let's get back to the good lockdowns, because someone that's having a really good lockdown, David and Victoria Beckham, because they've been doing some lovely, wholesome family activities whilst they're stuck inside with their kids. They've just been making some Lego, and that's nice. I like that. It's fun. Everyone likes Lego, even multi-million-billion-squillion-gazillionaire footballers and singers-slash-models-slash-fashion designers, even they can enjoy LEGO. And I think that's just quite nice. It's wholesome. I enjoyed it. So for David and Victoria Beckham, building LEGO with your kids. Well done. Have a cheer. (coughs) But sticking with the football theme, some football clubs have been having a bad lockdown because they've been getting rid of their staff, and saying, listen, could you just not work for a bit and we'll get the government to pay your wages, even though they have so much money. Football clubs, they're so rich from all the the streaming rights and the merchandise and the season tickets and everything. They're fine. They will be fine at the end of this. They have so much money. They're paying their players loads of money. And yet, at the same time, using the government's money so they can lay all their staff off for like a few months. Not cool. Naming and shaming, calling out. Liverpool although they did change their mind in the end Newcastle United Tottenham Hotspur you are all having a bad lockdown but back to someone who's having such a good lockdown really rate this it's Rihanna she's donated loads of money and even in the last week including five million dollars to help fight coronavirus, another two million dollars to domestic violence charities, and also she's donated loads of like protective safety gear and masks and gloves and stuff to loads of hospitals in New York, which is really great. We love to see it. We love a responsible, socially conscious, famous person who's doing the right thing, even if the government isn't. Well done, Rihanna. You're having a great lockdown. (laughs) And finally, on good lockdown, bad lockdown, we need to mention Elon Musk always wants to be the hero. Do you remember his his tiny submarine to rescue the people stuck in a cave? Well, he said that he was gonna buy 1,255 ventilators for LA hospitals to use, obviously very important in people who have it quite seriously and need to be put on a ventilator. And there's a bit of a shortage at the moment. And so Elon Musk said he was going to buy 1,255. Amazing. What a promise. What a guy. Except he actually bought 40. And they weren't even the right type of ventilator. Rendering them totally useless in intensive care units. So basically, he was just trying to do it for the clout, as always. And couldn't actually put his money where his mouth was. So Elon Musk... Having a Bad Lockdown yeah, trombone for yeah, you, my friend. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: And that concludes this week's edition of Good Lockdown, Bad Lockdown. See any famous people having a good lockdown or a bad lockdown? Let me know. Station at wizardradio.co.uk. We might do this again at some point. Next, this is Ben A. Goss Dapperton. It's super lonely. on Wizard Radio. It's Saturday afternoon. That was Ben A. Gus Super Super lonely. Easter tomorrow, don't forget, go on, start an egg now, go on, you can do it, I say it's alright. Just break in, have a little bit, don't have it all. just, you know, you deserve it. It's Wizard Radio, hello. Drake playing next. It's happened again. A Zoom chat has gone horribly wrong. Thankfully, it's not someone Zooming you, because that would be a disaster. That's still happening at, at 10 to 5. It's someone else's Zoom meeting. And this has been happening a few times where the link is not secure enough. It might be posted somewhere public. And then you've got lots of people joining, not to participate in whatever the Zoom meeting's about, but to disrupt it. And, and it appears to have happened again with fans of the, the radio soap opera, The Archers. You heard a bit of the theme tune just then. It's very famous. It's been on for ages. It's a soap opera like EastEnders, but it's on the radio. And it's all about some people who live in a place called Ambridge, and they're all farmers. Well, a lot of them are farmers, as I understand it. I've heard way too much of the archers growing up, not through choice. It was subjected, I was subjected to it. It was forced upon me. So I get the general idea. They all live on a farm or several farms and live that rural lifestyle. And it's got a big following. People love the archers. It's on, I think it's on Radio 4 every night at 7 o'clock. No, yeah, 7 o'clock till 7.15. Been on forever. And because it has such a loyal and dedicated fan base, they decided, hey, let's use the powers of modern technology and the opportunity presented by lockdown to have a meetup of Archer's fans on Zoom. And so there they were. Um how many a lot of them were there like 50 to 60 people all having a lovely chat about their favorite radio soap opera about farming and farms and pigs and all sorts when suddenly it's invaded they're having four minutes of lovely chat and then someone someone gate crashed this person was perhaps Indecently exposing themselves. And. I mean people were shocked. As you'd expect. People that like the arcs, Generally they're. They're perhaps a bit on the older side. This is not what they need to be seeing. This is not what anyone needs to be seeing. But especially not. People of that age. Because. The shot could kill them. It really could. So. Not. Not cool. And so. There's this man. With his. His. Thingamajig. Just on show. To all of These. Aged Archers fans. And I read a news article about this. There's a quote from someone who was in this chat. <laughs> I think it, I, it made me laugh so much. I love it. Talking about, you know, what happened, it says, The horrible gentleman with the small penis will not be joining us again. It made me die. <laughs> so good. <laughs> this horrible gentleman and the way they took the opportunity to throw throw shade about the size of, of this this man would really make him think twice about indecently exposing himself ever again on any zoom chats. We really need to start password protecting Zoom calls, I think because this needs to stop, especially when it's even going as far as Arch's fan chats come on. Enough is enough. Stop this madness before it's too late. Drake on Wizard Radio right now. This is new. It's called Toosie Slide. Wizard Radio. That was Drake, Toozy Slide, which was mentioned earlier. Could be turned into an Easter song if you turn it into like a, a bunny hop. So maybe we should get on that. I'm Alec. Hello. Little Mix playing soon. I was mortally offended this week. I've been really insulted about my sunglasses, of all things. I've had a really similar type of sunglasses for the last, I'd say, four or five years. I really like them. I think I think they look really cool, which is why I keep getting the same thing year in, year out. I'm a very big fan. I've always thought I do look quite, quite cool in them. And this is the illusion I've been under for four years until this week. When I was heading out for my mandatory state-sanctioned exercise once a day. It was quite sunny, so I was like, I'm going to put some sunglasses on. And I I was asked the person, I was was like, oh, what do you think of my sunglasses? Just, you know, conversation. And they kind of gave me a look as if they didn't want to be rude. And they were kind of like, yeah, they're funny. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? what? What do you mean funny? They're not supposed to be funny. They're supposed to be cool, and they were like, no, they're just they're just quite funny. And I I didn't really know what to make of this. I was kind of disappointed because I've been walking around in these sunglasses for four years, pretty much, thinking I'm the bee's knees, and I've I've been told that they're funny. My sunglasses are a laughing matter. I just wasn't I wasn't ready for that, and it was kind of dis- disheartening. And so we took the question to someone else. We were like, what do you think of these sunglasses? Do you think they're funny? Or do you think they're cool? And they just, they stared at them for a really long time. Just trying to process what was in front of them. And the best thing they could come up with was that it looked like I was wearing a disguise. That, that was it. Not that, oh yeah, they're really nice. Don't, don't listen to the haters. They're lovely. They're like, oh yeah, just... You look like you're in a disguise. You could have a fake moustache and a fake nose as well. That's not the vibe I'm going for. I don't want to look like a, a rubbish spy with a fake nose and glasses to hide my identity. I want to be all like cool and suave and look how nice he looks in the sun. But no, I look like I'm wearing a comedy disguise and it's funny and I'm just, I'm a bit disappointed. I'm let down, I'm upset, I'm offended, I'm hurting right now. There's a grieving process. And I guess to help me out with this grieving process, I just, I need some thoughts. I need the validation of others. That is basically what I'm asking for. So on the Wizard Radio Twitter right now, at WizRadio, go and have a look. It's a picture of me in my sunglasses. The ones that we're talking about. The sunglasses in question that have been described as funny and like you're wearing a disguise. Can you just give me some opinions? I don't care... If you're backing them up, and you're like, actually, yeah, Alec, they don't really suit you. You look like you're a rubbish spy. Fine. I just, I want to put this matter to bed. <laughs> I need to know. Because this is eating me up inside, okay? Why are my sunglasses funny? <laughs> so, this is, I know this is the radio, and you can't see them, but... Just, number one, you can just, if you really want, just imagine me in, in slightly comical-looking sunglasses. Or just go on the Twitter, at was radio. have a look tell me whether my friends are terrible friends and i should cut them out or whether actually they're doing the good friendly thing and telling me that i look a tad ridiculous what are your thoughts on my really cool sunglasses at wiz radio go and have a look send me a message on twitter if you want at Wiz radio or by text 07807 or by email station at wizardradio.co.uk i just i'm craving external validation just Tell me whether they're right or not. What are your thoughts on these sunglasses that I've been wearing for the best part of four or five years? Are they actually really terrible? Thank you very much. Your feedback is gratefully received. I'm playing Little Mix next, their new song, Breakup Song. First though, how would you like a whole 60 seconds of thoroughly researched, accurate, factual information? Because that is what I can provide you with. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. Little Mix are the world's first cooking collective, the equivalent of a band but in the TV chef world. Just like a band, all the members have different roles. In a cooking collective, everyone has their own part of the cooking process that they all take care of. Jesse is the head of chopping, Perry does all the frying, Jade does the washing up, whilst Leanne is the only one who's allowed to use the oven. As the name suggests, they all get to share in the mixing of ingredients. They're known for making tasty, but fairly simple and offensive recipes, including Macaroni Cheese, Perry's Perry Perry Chips, and Lemon Drizzle Cake. Their most famous recipe, however, is Jessie's Jerk Chicken, inspired by her, um... Jamaican heritage, or in other words, the time she went BANG on TV. Their fans are known as Mixers, whilst especially young ones are handheld mixers. They've been called out by the Vegan Society in Celiac UK for not doing enough meat and gluten-free recipes, And this was further inflamed when Perry responded by saying Aye, it's cause gluten-free food tastes like cardboard, like... And that's Little Mix in 60 seconds
2: Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio Saturdays 3 till 5 It's
1: Wizard Radio, that was Surfaces and Sunday Best before that (laughs) Breakup song, I'm Alec Feldman, hello We're discussing my own fragile ego (laughs) And insecurity at the moment Because I got kind of roasted this week Over my sunglasses, which I've always quite liked I got told that they were funny and they looked like a comedy disguise and I've really taken this to heart. I don't know what to think about it. And so I I just kind of want it settled. I want thoughts. I want feedback. If you're going to roast me, roast me. If not, then, you know, build me up. Prove the haters wrong. First up in this, this important discussion, which is, I think, very important, not just for me, but for the whole nation right now. We have a contribution from James Gilmore. Hi hello Um, what what are your thoughts
3: it's interesting because i've been studying your face and that's a dangerous thing to do um the sunglasses you should never look at one person's face for too long you start tearing things apart um i think okay on one part i think now quite unremarkable if i'm gonna be honest like like the, the sunglasses, you know? Yeah. Like whatever. Like, probably bought them from a, what, a sunglass hut? A, a Primark. A pro. there we go. Um, I see there's a bit of colouring, so you wanted a bit of style, but not too much, because the rest of the frame is quite normal. I guess the only thing I'd say is the little bend and then the line on top. Yeah. I could see why people would see a that design on your face as being a bit of a disguise because that's quite throwback that's like that is like detective in an officer in an office even but but otherwise i don't really know what all the fuss is about i mean i would be focusing on the rest of your face rather than the
1: sunglasses thank you that (laughs) in a strange way i think is what i wanted to hear just like the I fact just... that they're, they're boring and uninteresting. That's what I want them to be. Well,
3: I, no, I see you've tried to go a little... There's a little edge. There's a little tint to the sunglasses. It shows that you've taken half a step. You've dipped your toe in the warm side of the pool. But <laughs> but, but not much more than that. And that's fine.
1: They're sunglasses. Exact. Thank you. I feel better, which right. is good, given the messages I'm about to read. Mia says, "The only thing I think is funny about the sunglasses is the colouring. James mentioned they have a they have a slight tint to them, a sort of a, like a browny red tint." Mia says, "It's a bit feminine because they have that red colouring in the lens. I feel like those are meant more for middle-aged women or mums looking for an age than teenage boys. You know, that's just what I think. I might be wrong, but I probably am not. Listen, nothing wrong with feminine. There's you know no hate towards all things feminine. Break down gender barriers. You know what I mean." No more gender stereotypes. If, if boys wanna wear pink, let boys wear pink. Although, yeah, the feminine th- thing I don't mind, but the, the middle-aged mum, I do mind slightly more. <laughs> that, no. Yeah, okay, that is vaguely insulting. Mum looking for an egg. Basically, me saying my sunglasses look like someone's mum who's desperately trying to be cool. You know, they, they pretend to like Drake, they use words like, what's happening, guys? And, oh, peng. No. That that apparently, according to me, is what those sunglasses convey. Slightly worrying, but okay. Aaron says, I don't think you look like a spy in those sunglasses. Because spy gl- sunglasses would be fully blacked out and really thick. But those are just normal sunglasses, in my opinion. I basically have no opinion on them. They're just normal sunglasses. Good. This is... This is what I want to hear. I don't want people to be like, oh Alec, you look great in them, they're so lovely. Don't care about that. I just want to know that they're they're vaguely normal looking, but they're unremarkable, they're boring. They don't make people want to burst out in bits of laughter when they look at me. That's all I want, okay? <laughs> I just want people to not notice my sunglasses and not tell me that they look funny. <sighs> oh man. <laughs> um. Matt. Matt says, oh no, Alec. I don't think you should be wearing them. (laughs) Thanks, Matt, for the moral support. They'd work more for someone who's got a bit more style and an edge to them, if you know what I mean. They're quite stylish sunglasses, and if we're going to be honest, I don't think you're a very stylish person. You're funny, entertaining. I love listening to your radio show. Oh, thank you. But would I take style advice from you? No. What, what do I make of that? Matt's basically saying, yes, they're great sunglasses. They're really cool. Therefore, you shouldn't be wearing them because you're not cool enough. You're not worthy of sunglasses like that, which is, it's sort of a compliment. And yet an insult at the same time. I, I, don't, I don't really know what to think. And to finish off, and I say to finish off because I think I'm gonna need to go and have a little cry after this because I've just been totally ripped to shreds here by Sophia. I don't want to sound really rude. (laughs) Okay, then. The only funny thing in that photo is your face. It looks a bit like one of those Mr. Potato heads where the nose and mouth have kind of been inserted in. The hair's a bit Playmobil as well. But the sunglasses are fine. You shouldn't feel self-conscious about wearing them. Oh, thanks, Sophia. Thanks a lot. I won't worry about the sunglasses. I'll just worry about the stuff I can't change. In other words, the rest of my face. Thanks. Thank you so much. Why did we do this again? My search my search for validation has really really done me dirty here. I, I regret this instantly. Um, we're we're on we're on thin ice, you lot, okay? Maybe we can maybe we can pull it back with someone zooming you. If someone manages to get this right then we'll all is forgiven. We'll be okay. So we'll do that after Selena Gomez. This is boyfriend. I need to go cry. Someone's- Zooming You! The bell. Welcome back, everyone, to Someone Zooming You. I am your host, Alec Feldman. My ego is badly bruised, but that's fine. We'll continue with the game, because that's what we have to do. And then I can I can go away at five o'clock and forget that I've been cyberbullied. So that's fine. Um, so, an hour ago, someone, someone gave me a call on Zoom. I wasn't expecting it. It was... Unexpected, you could say. I'm not sure whether to answer or not. I'll only answer if one of you can guess who it is that was zooming me. I gave you some clues. I told you, they're zooming from the UK. They're not on TV at the moment, nor were they on TV before coronavirus happened. They've just never really been on TV, to my knowledge. Although, maybe we can ask them about this if we get to the interview stage, but only if someone guesses. We've also found out they're not they're not really famous, but maybe one day they will be. Probably. And this is possibly the most revealing clue. It's been established that the person Zooming me today has been on Wizard Radio at some point in the past or present. Which, I was surprised at that question, because that really narrowed it down quite a lot, and I'm impressed. So, who could it be? Well, the guesses have been flying in, as per... Hayley thinks it's Benji Hire. Remember Benji Hire used to do a politics show on uh, Sunday mornings until a couple of months ago and is now doing excellent things uh, for various media outlets on the news and stuff. Is Benji Hire trying to see me? He's British. Probably one of the most British sounding people I've ever heard in my life (laughs) when I heard him yesterday on the show. He's not on TV a lot right now, and wasn't on TV a lot pre-coronavirus, but he was talking about working for a news company and being in studios and that sort of thing. So I think he's gonna be on TV a lot in the future. And he's been on Wister Radio, so he ticks that box. An excellent guess. Although I think Benji Haya is probably almost too closely associated with being on TV, because this person very much hasn't been on TV. I think, as I understand it, the closest they've got is going to watch a recording of the TV show Sunday Brunch recently and that was about as close as it's been although like I said we can find out soon if we get to the interview stage it's not Benji Hire. nice guess Hayley ticked all the boxes but sadly you are incorrect Shannon thinks it's Lennon Stella okay because I played a song before we did someone's looking at your door earlier on so that might have been a bonus clue. She's been on Wizard Radio as well. James, Il- James Gilmore interviewed her. And Shannon says, I really love her music and she's going to be really famous and that's basically what you said the guest Zooming you is. Yes, I did. Unfortunately for you, Shannon, it's not Lennon Stella. I have not managed to secure a Zoom interview with Lennon Stella, which is disappointing, but maybe, maybe one day. We can keep crafting. One day, but not today. You are wrong. Lauren says, Is it Daisy Maskell? Who? I, I don't know who that is apparently Lauren says she's been on Wizard Radio as a presenter on my show and as a guest on James's show yesterday and is going to become famous but I haven't seen her on TV recently also she's British I think that's that's interesting that you say she's been on my show because I I truly do not remember or know who who she is and that's definitely nothing to do with the fact that she called me Benji yesterday and forgot my name and got me mixed up with Benji Hire. I'm totally not salty about that at all So no, she is not Zooming me, not even to apologise for getting me and Benji High mixed up. Will says, this might be a bit rogue. Perhaps it isn't him. Is it Drake Bell from the TV show Drake and Josh? He was on TV, but a very long time ago. Hasn't been on recently. And he's been on Wizard Radio. Apparently he's one of Will's favourite interviews that James Gilmore has ever done. Only thing that is wrong is that he isn't British, so I guess it's not that. Well, (laughs) I really admire the fact that you've gone to the trouble of sending me a message, which I really appreciate, only to then go, eh, but I'm probably wrong anyway. Thanks for getting in touch anyway. It's a nice guest. But no, it's not Drake from Drake and Josh. I didn't know that he'd been on Wizard Radio. How exciting. No, you are, unfortunately, incorrect. Thank you very much for playing, though. Time for the moment of truth. I have one message left to read out, because that's all we've got time for. Will that message be a correct guess? Or will once again, nobody guess who's Zooming me and I will have to reject the call and not chat to them? Well, Zoe says, this person is British. Not on TV a lot at the moment, or ever. Nor pre-coronavirus, yeah. He might be becoming famous, who knows? And he's been on Wizard Radio the whole time. I always think it might be James Gilmore, but this week it actually could be. Well, Zoe, well done. You've seen through my my sneaky, cunning ruse. Not even James Gilmore knew James Gilmore was Zooming me, but the person Zooming me is, in fact, James Gilmore. So the only thing we have to do now is pick up the phone. So let's answer the Zoom call. Hello, James.
3: Hi, Alec. Are you okay? I'm all right, thanks. I'm so excited to be on your radio show today.
1: It's great. Have you ever been on TV?
3: Um... I was thinking about it. I don't think I have. I've been in the media a fair bit, but I don't really like anything that makes people have to see my face.
1: Sorry, James. James, what? What? I'm gonna have to stop you there. What? This this Zoom call has been hijacked.
3: Oh. Someone's joined.
1: They're indecently exposing themselves. Not again. God. Oh dear. No. End the call. Terminate. Terminate. Bye. 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 Oh dear. Well, that was a disaster. I can't believe it. What a what a shame. Someone actually guessed who was zooming me couldn't even do a proper interview because it was ruined by some irresponsible person indecently exposing themselves on zoom not acceptable behavior uh, well on that note i guess better better end the show i don't really know where to go from that i've been roasted we've talked about people flashing their bits on zoom that's all you need from a radio show if you've missed any of the fun it's on a podcast we do a podcast of the show every week all the songs are taken out because who cares about them? You just want to hear me talk, right, guys? Right, right. Anyway, there is a podcast. It's called Alec Feldman Podcast. I would be very personally grateful if you downloaded that and subscribed, because if those numbers aren't high enough, then I'll be sad, and you don't want me to be sad, do you? Actually, maybe you do, given the message you sent about my sunglasses earlier. Maybe you do. So check that out. There'll be some clips on wizardradio.co.uk as well. All that is left to say is that I shall see you on Friday at 3 o'clock with the weekly mixtape. And if not, then I'll see you here next Saturday. Have a nice afternoon. Here comes Miles Mikulski. But first, it's Dua Lipa.
2: Here goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun.